In the know for Thursday, May 27th, the 147th day of 2021. There are 218 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. One day removed from the kickoff to the unofficial summer season and the Memorial Day weekend, we'll tell you about that. We'll also have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Are you ready for Memorial Day weekend? I think so. You don't know this, but uh, you almost packed a bag. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how close you came to really packing a bag, but I did give some thought to sneaking away for the weekend. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't find any viable options that were worthy of sharing with you. So we're just going to stay home instead. That that be all right? Yeah, that's fine. But you know, I can pack a bag. I know so. that you can. Where do you think Americans are going this weekend? I mean, the people around me. I guess to the lakes or okay. Like their family to celebrate, cook the mo- out. The I'm most sure. popular Memorial Day destinations are Sanibel Island, Annapolis, Maryland, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands, been there, yeah, Charleston, like uh, South Carolina, Big Bear Lake, California, Cape May, New Jersey, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C. are some of the most popular destinations for Memorial Day. It's Thursday. So we say good morning over there to the host of Shop Local Litchfield, Miss Elizabeth Moody, dear. Good morning. morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, how's your uh, How's your How's your morning been so far? Good. It's been a good morning. Yeah. Are you excited about tomorrow? I am. Because uh, you've got a big day planned for tomorrow. In addition to Shop Local Litchfield, you're going to be what doing some axe throwing. I am. East Main Market event. <laughs> That's some Pop Digital Productions Ooh, going on. Somebody needs to up the insurance. Uh, we'll be just <laughs> this, fine. Uh, maybe people who are in the path of you and 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 uh, doing some axe throwing. Otherwise, do you have big Memorial Day plans? I intend to be at the lake, if at all possible. All right, that sounds like a good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine you're going to have a bunch of friends there. Yes, I would think a lot of people are likely to do that. Um, Eight in ten Americans have made plans for the long weekend, including many activities outside the house, like barbecue, time at the park, visiting a beach, traveling, or playing outdoor sports. 
The results are a drastic difference to 2020 when the same number of people, 82%, shared that they plan to stay home alone for the holiday. Mm -hmm. So we've just completely flipped. 8 in 10 plan to do something, whereas this time last year, 8 in 10 plan to just hunker down and ride it out. I was still at the lake last year, now that I think about it. It was a great place to distance, wasn't it? it really was. Now... (laughs) We got a lot more Louisvillians last year we than, sure did. than we did historically. But, <laughs> wow, uh, did we. But that's all right. If y'all can behave, come on down. Spend lots of money. Yeah. If you can't behave, then stay on up there. Just get. Just <laughs> get, get on out Wherever you Wherever you belong, get. Get there. Uh, you might have noticed poor visibility this morning. Conditions have improved over the last couple of hours. But in some extremely low-lying areas, may still have a little bit of fog hanging around. We'll see. Uh, fading thunderstorms may bring gusty winds after midnight tonight, uh, but uh, we'll see. Uh, 87 is the high today, so another warm day. Thunderstorms tonight, 69. Thunderstorms likely tomorrow, but ma- the majority of tomorrow's rain chances are earlier in the day. I think it gets better as you get later in the afternoon. We'll see a high of 80 tomorrow. Then, uh, hello Saturday. Let's not say that temperature. Let's just pretend like that does not say it, that. <laughs> is that a typo? I hope so. It made me right? one because that's about 20 degrees lower than what it was being. That is drastic. So early early uh, in the 10-day forecast when we started looking at Saturday, we said, whoa, it'll be great when it's 75. Mm-hmm. And then it got to <laughs> 65 and thought, well. If the wind's blowing a little bit on Saturday at the lake, 65 is going to feel like uh, it's going to feel cool. It's going to feel like what it looks like right now up there. Uh, And now the Wave 3 storm tracking team is saying 56 as the high on Saturday. I don't know if I'm buying that or not. I hope not. Get back to me. I imagine. I don't want to buy that. I want to return that. Get get back to me in a few hours. (laughs) I want you to go think about it some more. You know how you used to tell, tell your kids, I need, I want you to go think about it. And then come back to me. I need the Wave 3 storm tracking team to go think about it and come back. President Biden yesterday asked the U.S. intelligence officials to redouble their efforts to investigate the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic, including any possibility the trail might lead to a Chinese lab. After months of minimizing that possibility as a fringe theory, the Biden administration is responding to both U.S. and world pressure for China to be more open about the outbreak. Biden asked U.S. intelligence agencies to report back on their findings within 90 days. He directed the U.S. National Laboratories to assist with the investigation and called on China to cooperate with the international probes into the origins of the pandemic. Of course, you know, former President Trump has long espoused this theory that the virus emerged from a laboratory accident rather than naturally through human contact with an infected animal. Will be interesting to see if we can ever actually get to the bottom of this. Yeah. What the origins were. We all know the outcome. We know what happened. And now we're in a position that we can do some Monday morning quarterback and quarterbacking and say, okay, what really happened and how do we keep it from happening again? But it's put uh, other health officials who have just been in the crosshairs of, say, Dr. Fauci, who's been tangling with Senator Paul for two, three weeks. Well, longer than that, but more intensely over the last couple of weeks, there are increasing calls for his resignation after flip-flopping on the origins of the coronavirus. But just if you've watched Dr. Fauci over the last, you know, 15, 16 months, in typical fashion, he says he's happy to resign, and but he won't resign. But he'll also resign, but then he won't resign. But then he will resign, but then he won't resign. So that's what will happen. 
million vaccinations have been administered in Kentucky. And so, so not uh, more than 2 million and 440 new cases as of yesterday. So that number continues to look good. I think the positivity rate at 2.4. So that's good. We, because of the 12, to, the 23,000 Kentuckians ages 12 to 15 have been vaccinated in the last week. So a lot of the numbers that you're seeing change over the last few days are coming from, um, coming from that demographic. More problematic, though, Grayson County Health Director Josh Embry says 35 new cases of COVID-19 confirmed in Grayson County since May 17th. It uh, brings us to 2,271 total. But if you look, you know, Grayson County is in the orange in a sea of yellow around us. I'm not really sure what's going on. And I mean, you've you've got you've got to go all the way to Taylor or Todd County to find orange outside of Grayson County. So I'm not. Exactly sure. You'll get a report tomorrow on Shop Local Litchfield, won't you? You can talk with the health department tomorrow. Yeah. So get the inside deep. Maybe he can he can give us what's going on yeah. here and and explain it to us. I did see. I don't know what happened to my story um, because it's an important story. Oh, here it is. Speaking of uh, COVID and rates of infection and health in general. Uh, according to figures from the Kentucky Department for Public Health, which is part of the Cabinet for Health and Family Services, in the 2019-2020 flu season, there were 27,408 confirmed cases in the state and 165 deaths. So that was the previous flu se- That was the non-COVID flu season, okay? Yeah. 27,408. And flu season ends actually the end of May. So... We had a little bit of COVID flu season overlap. But the last actual flu season we had was 27,408, 165 deaths. Six of those were under the age of 18. Through May 15th, through two weeks ago, there have been 185 confirmed flu cases, a drop of 99.33%. Would you look at that? From the previous year. Two Kentuckians lost their lives due to the flu, and two more died from a combination of the flu and COVID-19. So, I do think that next time flu season comes around, what there are a couple, there are two tried and true ways that you can help protect yourself from the flu. Yeah. Distance from people <laughs> that you don't have to be up in their grill about, and also if you want to wear a mask. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. I also think the as, as uh, much pollen as there has been recently, stuff floating around in the air, and I've been battling allergies for the last mm-hmm. week. I'm thinking, you know, I should never mow the grass again without a mask on. Oh, I won't. I just think that's a practical, like, I could wear a mask while I mow the yard and not ingest all of that stuff right. that makes mm-hmm. me sick. Yeah. So. And that, to me, is logical. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to make sense to me. What a difference in numbers. I mean, you know, I knew the flu was less. Yeah, but. But 99% (laughs) less? 99% less? That's hard to. I mean, that's. uh, Groundbreaking. Quite a lot. We continue nearly a week later, uh, a week later, to learn more information 
about the shootings that led uh, to the death of four family members in Ohio County. State police say it appears a murder-suicide resulted in the deaths of family members near McHenry on the afternoon of May 19. State police uh, have not reached a final determination that one of the four decedents killed the other three, but it appears that is the cause of deaths. So uh, we you know, gave you their identities a few days ago, but now more information. I think they obviously suspected that from the very beginning, but have to go through the, they don't, you know, they want to investigate it properly and, and release that information as they can confirm it rather than just speculating about it. The Kentucky Hospital Association has presented its Distinguished Service Award to a recent former Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center CEO, Wayne Merriweather. The award is presented to individuals who have given untiring and exceptional service to their hospital, community, the Commonwealth, and the association. Wayne was honored for his long career dedicated to outstanding hospital care in Kentucky. He was here between the lakes for 10 years, but spent 30 years in Henderson before that, where he was a COO before uh, moving to then Twin Lakes Regional and uh, carrying the torch there for uh, about a decade. So congratulations to Wayne on getting a very prestigious award. That was during their 92nd annual convention that they had last week. Uh, other news headlines to bring you up to speed on. Senator Rand Paul criticizing the Small Business Association for continued funding of abortions through the payroll protection plan. You can uh, read more about that online if it's an issue that you're passionate about and where government uh, funding is going. That, um, again, as we've touched on multiple times this week, you're going to hear a lot more out of Senator Paul between now and next May because he's posturing for the 2022. Uh, I don't, well, I say May, he'll... He may not get, he probably won't get primaried, so more importantly, November of 2022. Closer to home, Speaker David Osborne has balked after hearing Governor Andy Bashir continues to call for taxpayers to fund a permanent expansion of the state government through the Office of Unemployment Insurance. Governor Bashir made the statement during his Tuesday briefing. Osborne said during the 2021 regular session, the legislature required Governor Bashir to assign 90 additional staff members to help process claims, provided $575 million to repay a federal loan used to pay unemployment benefits, and allocated additional funding for technology upgrades. Osborne said, once again, the governor fails to recognize that prior to the pandemic, our state had record low unemployment and more than 170,000 available jobs. Kentucky's efforts were aimed at helping people find employment, not processing claims, his administration failed to take into consideration that you can't shut down an economy and expand eligibility without quickly retooling the system that supports it. It was a perfect storm of situations for Kentucky. Uh, one, aging infrastructure from a technology standpoint, especially in that particular department, and they were not prepared for the onslaught of filings from people that needed their services, and we know people still people continuing to suffer the outcome or the the residual effects for that getting overwhelmed what i what i would hope is that we are never in that situation again but that we also don't bloat a government agency on the long shot 
that we might end up in another once in a hundred year pandemic. Yes. So it, um, there are plenty of jobs out there, folks. It might not be the job that you want right now, but it will do for now. And then continue to search for the next. Sure. One. It's uh, you know, look for your, look for your next opportunity. Yeah. We have been wondering, um, with, uh, s- some level of uh, interest on what will happen in Ohio when Mike DeWine, the governor there, introduced a couple of weeks ago, they were going to use some of their CARES money and have a lottery. <laughs> As a carrot to get people to take the vaccine, they're going to give away a million dollars a week and also a, a full-ride college scholarship to one person who's under the age of 18 every week. And so they have given their first awards and they say that more than 2.7 million adults signed up for the $1 million prize and more than 104,000 children ages 12 to 17 entered the drawing for the college scholarship, which includes tuition, room, board, books. Four more $1 million and college scholarship winners will be announced each Wednesday for the next four weeks. So he introduced this on May 12th to boost lagging vaccination rates. The concept seemed to work, at least initially. The number of people in Ohio age 16 and older who received their initial COVID vaccine jumped 33% in the week after the state announced its million-dollar incentive lottery. It was funny when I was I was on a call with leader, uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell last week, and he even brought this up because he thought he served with Senate with uh, Governor Dewine when he was in the Senate there, and thought it was a very novel concept. But he was kind of chuckling to see how it was going to work yeah. out if people would respond, and it did at least initially. I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if 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 you registered. If you stay registered, do you have to re-register every week for the lottery? I don't know. I don't how, know. I don't know how. Surely it works, not. But it. Uh, yeah, I would think once you've signed once up, you're in, you're you're in, in. there, and yeah. just. But. You know, we've, we're giving away all kinds of varying things to get people to to try and t- you know and take these shots. And then we learned yesterday Kroger Field is expected to be at full capacity when the UK football season kicks off on September fourth. So that's uh, good news. Maybe. Uh, Something normal. It'll be. It's. It is so good. I'm not an NBA fan, but just to see Madison Square Garden in a raucous environment, packed with people cheering about their team and all that, it's so good to see again. It was, you know, just kind of like, can we get, can we get back to sports? Something more normal, like the PGA Championship last weekend. That was closer to normal. So, there you go. You're all caught up. Hang around. We got the weekend funny tweets coming up here on In the Know. Today is cellophane tape day. <laughs> I know a young lady who is a big fan of cellophane tape. Just find a place to put rolls and rolls of it when needed. It is also sunscreen protection day today. And it is grape popsicle day today. I do love a good grape popsicle. No, thanks. No? Not the grape. I like mm. apple. There, well, are, there are apple popsicles. The fruit, like Green the real apple. fruit, grape ones are really good. I don't you like also grape do the anything. real fruit, strawberry, but yeah. Oh, the outshine yes. bars? The yeah, I really one. like yeah. those. I didn't those know they good. came in apple. No, like um, green apple. I'm just talking about, there's green apple, uh, almost said suckers, not suckers. Popsicles. Here we go. <laughs> 
I've never seen those before. They're really good. And I find myself to be a, a popsicle connoisseur, so I'm surprised that I've not... Uh, Next time you're at the grocery. I've not... Um, hmm. Well, that might be a while. <laughs> Are they listed on the website as an option? That, I'll Google it for you. That would be, that would be the, treat, the trick. Here's the weekend funny tweets. A uh, list of curated tweets from uh, the vast volume of messages posted on Twitter over the last week. Angie says, someone told me signing my emails with best is passive aggressive. So I'm changing it to see you in hell to eliminate any confusion. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I know someone who uses, who signs their emails with best and it struck me as odd. Is it passive aggressive? I don't think so. Is it okay to use? I I thought it was all right, but it did seem different to me. What do you say? Sincerely? What do you... Uh, maybe it needs to be regards? more than just one word. You know, maybe it's the fact that it's just best or my yeah, best I'm, yeah. or I'm not I don't sure. know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's, isn't it, isn't it short for all my, be- my, like yeah, my, my best it, to you? Maybe the one word is maybe passive aggressive, but just the, I mean, my best. It really depends on the content. I, I, like of the email, I'm not sure. Or if you're just easily offended, you know, there's that too. Maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll switch from instead of best, I'll just say and the horse you rode in on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would that would that be acceptable? <laughs> that talk about passive aggressive. <laughs> you can figure out what the yeah. first part is. Yeah. I didn't say what the first part was. Uh, Jesse says my toddler is walking around with some sort of chocolate, and I'm worried about where she got it. From, but I'm also worried she got the last one. I, yeah, I can see that. Conflicted. I can see that. Hashtag conflicted. Okay. <laughs> Three-time daddy says, tonight my four-year-old said I made the best pizza ever. So if you think I'm taking, if you think I'm taking the credit for a cheap supermarket own brand frozen pizza, you'll be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> take the. I can doctor take the, the Tostinos with the best <laughs> of them. <laughs> Guy Kaiser said, if I was stuck on a desert island with only one record, I would want it to be the record for being able to swim the furthest. I see what you did there. That's yeah. smart. See, I like that. People, clever. Mm-hmm. Kids used to. We stored music on things called records. I was thinking, what, what would I want to listen to forever? That's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. They were, that, that they were round smart. and circular, and they had a hole in the middle, and you put them on this turntable. And you put a needle. Put the needle on the record. Because I did better. Put the needle on the record. Bad news if you like fireworks. Just no. like there's a shortage on everything. As we look ahead to our first summer holiday this weekend, it's the 4th of July fireworks that distributors say you should start shopping for now. There's going to be an increase in prices just because shipping has doubled since last year. Overall, vendors say to expect a 10 to 20% price increase on some fireworks this year, and they may be harder to find. Okay. Do not go hoard the fireworks unless you know how to properly use them. Please don't go hoard them anyways, but don't go purchase them if you don't know how to properly use them. We do not need you to be on a K105 headline. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you... There is an ordinance against the improper use of fireworks and at the improper time, correct? Yes. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe maybe Joe Dirt will be on television this weekend. That'll be worth, worth watching. Also, diapers 
are about to get even more expensive for everyone who became a parent during the pandemic. Parents of small children already know diapers are pricey, but the bad news is they're going to cost even more. Procter & Gamble, which makes brands like Pampers and Loves, warned consumers it will raise its prices this fall. Meanwhile, Kimberly-Clark, which makes brands like Huggies and Pull-Ups, said it will raise prices in June. Diaper prices have gone up nearly 9% in the last year, and some families easily spend upwards of $100 per month on diapers. Wow. But there are options. You can use cloth diapers. You can potty train early. I mean, there are options. I don't have children again. You all know this, but big advocate for the potty training early. (laughs) Easier said than done. Easier said than than done. They kind of decide when they decide. Maybe it's one of those things you could do, like you could play a tape on and on throughout the night. Positive enforcements about potty training. I don't know that it works. It's just an idea. Maybe. It's Uh, worth a shot. Probably not going to work, though. Just throw it out there. I don't see people going back to the cloth diaper route. I have some family members that did. Really? There are a lot of... There are a lot of young mothers yeah. that they are. Yes, mm-hmm. that are the whole organic route, whatever. Yeah. That they do not believe in. Seems like a lot diapers. of laundry. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. A new study says 150 years old is the maximum age humans can physically reach. Hmm. We're living longer thanks to better health care. People knowing more about how to take care of ourselves. So we're seeing the life expectancy being elongated over the generations but researchers believe they have identified the upper limit of human mortality and that would be 150 uh gene calment who passed away in 1997 at 122 years of age wow was one of the oldest living people of all time i mean unless you count methuselah and people like that you know 700 years etc so wow that's uh 150 years would be I think that's too long for me. I mean, that just makes me want to go to 151 years. <laughs> just stretch <laughs> stretch the limits of it. All right. And in case you missed it, a Florida woman battered her boyfriend with soiled dog pads during a late-night confrontation that also included the victim getting sprayed in the face with Windex. What? Investigators say 60-year-old Ann Walsh, Walsh attacked her 64-year-old beau Inside the couple's Clearwater apartment Thursday evening, Walsh was arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county jail where she remains locked up in lieu of a $5,000 bond. Yeah, because he's not going to bail her out. No. As detailed in the arrest affidavit, she engaged in a physical altercation with the victim while he sat on their couch. The retiree, according to cops, say she took, Soiled dog pads and threw them at the victim. Okay, this is the second week in a row we've had a crazy domestic violence story. (laughs) I just don't even know what to say. (laughs) This lady wasn't quite as bosomy as the one that you're talking about from from Russia last week. But uh, it's not Tatiana. uh, Things happen in Florida without a doubt. We got to get to a break. When we come back, we've got today's water cooler question, and we're going to talk about the Friends reunion out on HBO Max today. We'll tell you about that and more coming up here on In the Know. (music) 
Did you know? Uh, first, I will ask Elizabeth, do you have bread in your, do you have a loaf of bread at your uh, domicile? I never keep bread in my house. Never keep bread. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're not a good person to ask. No. Did you know bread goes stale in the refrigerator six times faster than at room temperature? I'm not surprised by that. I was trying to find somebody who, do you know anyone who keeps bread in the refrigerator? I don't. I don't. I've never seen bread stored in the refrigerator. I didn't mm. know it was a thing. No. But My memo will freeze bread. Yeah, I was going to say I know people that freeze it, but, <laughs> but not, not just keeps it in the refrigerator. No. I don't want cold bread. No, and I, I honestly don't want thawed bread either. <laughs> I would also, uh, well, I also would be a, I can't, if I want bread and I'm ready for a sandwich, I don't want to have to let bread warm. Like, yeah. oh, lay it out of the refrigerator and let it get to room temperature. I try to not so keep I any carbs in my house. <laughs> Keyword try. Uh, how's that working out? Uh, typically it works out pretty good, but then, you know, there's that one in five chances that you go to the grocery and you're starving and you come home with all the things that you don't need to eat. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win four tickets to beach bend and a, uh, also a, uh, ticket for a carload of people to the drive in laser light show produced by cabin fever at the Soaky fairgrounds, June 3rd through 6th. So you can make a day of it down in Warren County. If you can solve today's water cooler question by calling 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. It's frowned upon, but nearly 80% of people admit they do this at work. It's frowned upon, but nearly 80% of people admit they do this at work. 270 270 80% of people admit they do this at work. I've got to tell you, I was really surprised at the answer. Makes me want to second guess mine. Yeah, me too. Kelly Clarkson is getting the Ellen time slot in 2022. But that news puzzled me a little bit because Ellen airs in different slots in different markets. In some places, she's a 9 a.m.er. In some places, she's a 3 p.m.er. Or at least that's my understanding. It is. So in syndication, I'm not sure how they... that That's up to the station, like the individual affiliate in each market to decide the time slot. Maybe it's the distribution company that's saying, we aren't giving you Ellen, but we're giving you Kelly. You can do with it what you want. Perhaps that's uh, part of the issue. We are also learning that... Chris Noth or Chris Noth will be making a return in the revival of Sex in the City. Mr. So when they reboot, Big will be part of the storyline. He has to be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you, can't, you can't do that without. No. You can't do without Big. Of course, he's gone on, you know, in SVU. He's been involved in that. He also played in The Good Wife. I love that show. Uh, you do like the yes. Juliana Margulies. I haven't made it through all the seasons of that. That's I don't great. know why I got to, why I got derailed. Um let me give you a hint about the. Uh, I'm going to give you a hint about the water cooler. It it, it has to do with technology. Aha! All right, it you has may be right. it has to do with technology. I think I've got it. It's frowned upon, but nearly eight in ten people admit they do this at work. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Okay, it's one of these two. Uh, Amazon has purchased yeah. MGM for eight and a half billion dollars. I'm excited about this story. So Amazon Prime now owns James Bond. Mm-hmm. So will we will we see more 
Amazon product placement in James Bond movies now? <laughs> Will James Bond have the a- Amazon app on his phone when he needs something spy related? Instead of instead of M or Q giving him his fancy uh, spy gadgets. Will you just order them from the Amazon app and have them delivered by Prime? And the drone is going to drop it down. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Seems to make sense to me. I don't want any more James Bond. We've got too many. You take that back. Nope. Oh, he's a huge fan. <laughs> huge <laughs> fan. Good morning, Teresa. 80% of people, while it's frowned upon, say, admit to doing this at work. What is your guess? Uh, gossip. Gossip is correct, but not what we're looking for. Sorry. That's 100% of people. Mary, what is your guess? Playing with their cell phone. Playing with their cell phone is a very good answer. Not what we're looking for. 270-259-6000. Do you all think you know this? I think I've I've got the answer, I'm pretty sure. I think we're really close. Mm -hmm. And Mary's answer wasn't the one you all thought? I think it just needed to be a little bit more specific. No, no, it doesn't. No? No. Mary wasn't as close as as you thought. Maybe I don't Um, know then. Yeah. You said technology. Yeah, it does have to do with technology. Absolutely. It does. But... 270 hmm. 80% of people, while frowned upon, admit to doing this at work. I will tell you it's much easier to do on your phone than it is to do in your email. What? It is much easier to do on your phone than it is in your email. 270 you know, I know that was supposed to help. However, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about Kelly Clarkson. I told you about Chris Noth. Did you all know the Friends reunion is today? I know. I'm super excited about that. Uh, let's see what Carolyn. Carolyn, you've got the question. What's your guess? Shopping online. Shopping online. That's a very good guess. That is unfortunately not what we're looking for. Keep trying. Okay, so it's not playing on your phone. It's not shopping Mm -mm. online. No. And, you know, there might be. Women are much more likely to do this than men. I think it's this one. The Friends Reunion Special Celebrity Guest Appearances. Are listed two seven zero two five nine six thousand by the number. Is Justin uh, by the Bieber way. really going to be in the Friends reunion? Uh, he's uh, he's present, I think. Uh, Elliot Gould and Christina Pickles, so Ross and Monica's parents, mm-hmm. Jack and Judy, Tom Selleck, Maggie Wheeler, Chandler's ex girlfriend Janice, um, Gunther. <laughs> Gunther was played by James Michael Tyler. He'll be on it. Reese Witherspoon, you'll remember, played Rachel's younger sister. Yes. Mm-hmm. she's in it. Larry Hankin, who is Mr. Heckles, oh. neighbor living in the apartment under Monica. Uh, Thomas Lennon, Joey's identical hand twin, <laughs> is going to be around. Uh, Justin Bieber, David Beckham, BTS, James Corden, Cindy Crawford, Cara Delevingne, Kit Harrington, Mindy Kaling, Malala Yousafzai, yeah, and uh, Lady Gaga. And the reason that Lady Gaga is in it, she... And Lisa Kudrow are doing a duet of Smelly Cat. Oh. Oh. That I thought that awesome. was going to be like her long lost sister or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Could be. We could never be. know. Or, they I tuned mean, tonight. Maybe there were triplets. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it were, so. Maybe it were she and, uh, and Ursula. I have some. I do have some 
uh, friends reunion facts, and I'll let you decide whether they're true or not. Will okay. that be okay? Yeah. Some of the things we may learn from the friends reunion. Do you all want the answer to the question? Do you want to be put I out do. of your misery? Yeah, please. Use emojis. Oh, well, I was wrong. Use emojis was the answer to the question. Uh, Here are some Friends reunion facts, which may or may not be true. Chandler now operates a marijuana distribution business called Bing's Bong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to vote that's false. Central Perk is now a Starbucks. No. You don't know yet. It could happen. Do you? It could, it could, I hope not. It could be. Well, I certainly hope not. But Watch for a special appearance by Monica's original face. Courtney Cox has changed a lot. You well, must admit. several of them really have. Matthew Perry looks mm-hmm. a little yeah. different. He was also a guest star on The Good Wife. We Joey has earlier. become a professional counselor who starts every session by saying, How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> He's, he shifted out of that mode. It's, How you doing? <laughs> Rachel returns with a shaved head because no one ever liked her hairstyle. No. False. Between her and Dorothy Hamill. I don't know. And Farah. Farah hair. Farah. We may find out tonight they were all on a break always. (laughs) The new theme song is going to be Smelly Cat instead of I'll Be There For You. No. Um, Because it's going to be on HBO... We'll finally get to see Ugly Naked Guy. <laughs> Everybody's been wondering what Ugly Naked Guy looked like for all these years. And we're finally going to find out on uh, HBO tonight. I don't know. You know. The Friends Reunion is out today. I think HBO Max, HBO. Uh, if, if you're a Friends fan, you know how to find it, I'm sure. So there it is. got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got the Point to Ponder, Chart Toppers, Pearl of Wisdom, and more ahead here on MNO. MB's point to ponder for today. Why are the elderly often called old people, but you never call kids new people? (laughs) Wouldn't that make make more sense? You see a group of kids, hey, new people. Oh, all those new people (laughs) over there. Who did it? Who who are you trying to reach? Uh, New people. And where then would the tech, where would new. Turn to old. Or not new or anymore. not new, just people. What, what would the interim be? Yeah. Right. Do you, do, is a new person, a new people, uh, all the way to like three or four or five years old? Or do we take them all the way to say 12? Two. You think two, two. is the cutoff? I like two. two for new. Yeah. Two for new. It rhymes. <clears throat> new well, born. Well. So you get newborn for a while, then that turns into infant, then that turns into toddler. Then I'm not so sure that that's not where new people would kick in. You, you need something like the, well, you got a three-nager. So maybe around four is where new people kick kicks in. Because at four, you're basically a people. You're not a baby any longer. Yeah. You're just a kid. Yeah, I don't know. Man. So you could be. Well, I think I'm with you. So when I think of new, I think shiny, brand yeah. new. And after two 
you're not so you're not shiny really and brand new. Anymore. <laughs> you're right. not new anymore. You have your own attitude. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're not shiny and brand new anymore. No. You are, I don't know what the next term would be. You're at an age where people associate with the word terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can be problematic. You know, anyone in history ever named the terrible yeah. or the horrible <laughs> came by that uh, moniker, honestly. I am super excited about July 6th because the match is back. What is the match? The match last year when no one could do anything, go anywhere, Tiger Woods and Tom Brady and um, Peyton Manning Mm -hmm. and Phil Mickelson had a match against one another, and it was made for television, and it was super fun. Well, this year... Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you know, Tiger's in sick bay, so he yeah. obviously can't play. Sad. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau. I am quickly, my dislike for Bryson DeChambeau is growing a little bit every day. Only because of this news story, I have a feeling. Yes, but he's <laughs> annoying to me. And, and the Tom Brady memes. So the, for the last 48 hours, Tom Brady is taking the meme where Bryson DeChambeau is walking behind Brooks Kepka, and he's using either Brooks's eye roll or when he's <laughs> got his eyes closed, like oh, this again. And so, and then he's putting different names and different reactions on them, and the internet <laughs> is loving it. I would like for them to give Brooks Kepka a bullhorn. To just yell things at Bryson DeChambeau during the match. I need this to be a sidebar thing. Nobody needs a bullhorn. Nobody. You sure about that? Yeah. Oh, honey. Uh, Maybe a slap, not a bullhorn. (laughs) (laughs) We have some. I'm telling you, this is this is the rivalry that golf needs. The Brooks Kepka. We 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 need to pick sides. We got to be either Team Brooks or Team Bryson. The list of things that I'm going to get you all for Christmas just keeps adding every week on the show. <laughs> Today's highlight in history. This day, 1941, the British Royal Navy sank the German battleship Bismarck off of France. In 1896, 255 people were killed in a tornado when it struck St. Louis, Missouri and East St. Louis, Illinois. The 1933 Chicago World's Fair, celebrating a century of progress, officially opened. Also, the Disney uh, Walt Disney's Academy Award-winning animated short, The Three Little Pigs, was first released this date in 1933. Gone, but see, this this is the meme. Happy to be here. <laughs> see, Bryson, happy to be here. Aaron Rodgers figuring out he has to be teammates with Bryson DeChambeau. There may be a fight. There may be a Happy Gilmore, Bob Barker <laughs> fight breakout between Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau. Me, Tom Brady, thank you. Bryson is so extra on everything. It just we all need those people in the world. Do we? Makes all kinds of Do we? Well, it takes all kinds of people to make the world go <laughs> no, That's around true, it does. Okay. But do we? Well, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger Kissinger is 98 today. Louis Gossett Jr is 85. Richard Schiff is 66. Perry Gilpin is 60. Perry Gilpin played Roz on Frasier. I love Roz. Right? She did she played that role very well. Adam Carolla is 57. Todd Bridges is 56. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Willis is 
Willis Jackson is 56 today. Jack wow. McBrayer is 48. By the way, we talked about Jack McBrayer earlier this week when we were, uh, it was John C. Riley's birthday. We were debating the best Will Ferrell movie, the best uh, John C. Riley movie. I was reminded last night that Jack McBrayer is in Talladega Nights as well. So he's in the campaign, as we know. I think I'm the only person that doesn't like that movie. And uh, I know. But he's part of the pit crew. He's part of the shake and bake pit crew. Jack McBrayer is on Talladega it. Nights. I've seen it twice, actually. It's just not. You're talking about Talladega Nights, yeah. right? Sure okay, you're not the yeah. only one. Ricky Bobby. Right. So I've not seen it, but a yeah. couple times, and I'm not a huge fan. Ricky so. Bobby. That kind of humor is just not funny to Help me. Help me, Tom Cruise. No, I do love that kind of humor. But... <laughs> Help me, Oprah Winfrey. Jamie Oliver, the TV chef, is 46 today. Shake and bake. <laughs> Remember when his dad forces him to get into the car with the cougar? <laughs> yes. He's put the cougar inside the car and made him get in there. It's really good. <laughs> uh, I've forgotten. Cornelius Vanderbilt, 1794. Julia Ward Howe in 1819. The abolitionist who wrote the lyrics to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Hubert Humphrey, born in 1911. Sam Snead in 1912. Summer Redstone in 1923, Don Williams in 1939. I was going to sing a modified version of the Battle Hymn of the Republic, but... I was actually kind of waiting for it. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> Something about a rotten tangerine. <clears throat> Are you familiar with that version, Elizabeth? Yeah. Okay. yeah. In the jailhouse now. Just wanted to make sure all this wisdom that I have, I'm sharing with future generations. <laughs> Wait, 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 here. Hold on. So, future generations make me makes me think back to the new comment. I am not... We are, I am not in the new. You're not a new people. No. No, you broke through. To, you broke the old 3 barrier. You're not new people. Graduated. You're just newer than me. You just got fewer miles than I do. Dixie Cups, number one in 1964 with the Chapel of Love. So, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Great movie. Is that Julia Roberts? Mm-hmm. No. It is. It yeah. is Julia Roberts. I can never get it. The Edgar Winter Group, number one in 1973 with Frankenstein. Who doesn't like a Who doesn't like a song with a guy wearing a keyboard around his neck? This girl. <laughs> this girl. Who's this Edgar Winter you speak of? That's what I want to know. Did you all like his hair? It looked like it was a forerunner to Hulk Hogan's hair. <laughs> if you if you recall. <laughs> Ebony, 1983. Check that. 1982. Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder. Harmony, side by side on my piano. Go do so. Oh, it just makes me so happy when I think about Saturday Night Live. That video. So, hmm. <laughs> Joe Piscopo played Frank Sinatra, and uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy played Stevie Wonder. It was <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my goodness. 1991, Doug Stone was number one. 
I've forgotten all about Doug Stone. I mean, there wasn't a lot to remember, but I'd forgotten okay, all about this. Side note on this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, Tracy, I know you're watching this, so send me a message. Didn't we meet Doug Stone's daughter at some point in our life? Go ahead and just send me a quick little text on that. Doug Stone's At a horse show, I'm daughter. pretty sure. You mean Doug Stone from Short Creek? No. Or the Doug Stone that just the sang that song? Just heard. Uh, Cisco. Did y'all ever meet Cisco's daughter? No. And, no. and if so, what was she wearing? In 2000. <laughs> I mean, you would have been more inclined to meet Cisco in Atlanta. I yeah. Think, would be my, my guess anyway. Let's go to 2009. 2009, the Black Eyed Peas number one with Boom Boom Pow. And BB Rex at Florida Georgia Line, meant to be number one three years ago today. I like this song to run to. I can see that. To make you run fast. Got a good little beat. You know how to make it also make you run fast? If somebody turned that cougar loose from Talladega <laughs> Nights and chased you. Listen, you I forgot really to fast. tell you all, while you all know I don't like the geese and the chickens and the turkeys and all that yes, stuff. We're okay, rare. I've learned. I was walking at the park about a week ago and I had to sneeze. It scares the geese. Huh. So you just need to put the sneeze yep. sound on your cell phone and a hotkey and just play yep. it anytime because it's kind of hard to manufacture a Insider sneeze. Insider tricks. All right. Pro tip, <laughs> life hack brought to yeah. you by Elizabeth. There <laughs> You're you go. welcome. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Who is the happier man? He who has braved the storm of life and lived or he who has stayed securely on the shore and merely existed. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Elizabeth Mudadir, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.